Good evening, my name is Steve. I'm an addict and an alcoholic. Hi, I'm to talk on the thought that all this analysis and reflection won't change me. I am who I really am. Why am I taking this step? You hear this from those who are content with merely not drinking. They may have done a fourth step, they may have looked at what's on the shelf, but they don't express a desire to get rid of the things that they don't need. These are people who are missing out on the real joy and the real progress that the program can offer. The fifth step is part of the rebuilding. It allows you to help figure out the interconnections between your behavior and your experience and your attitudes. It gives you a, a chance to set a new direction. It's a door to opportunity, but unfortunately the door says push. It's an opportunity that comes to you dressed in work clothes. It takes effort to change your life. If you think carefully on the statement, how will this won't change me, I am who I am, well, why are we saying the serenity prayer? We start the meeting. Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I can't change, but the courage to change the things I can. We admit in the serenity prayer that there are things that we could do differently. Ask yourself what sort of people fall into the trap of thinking that we can't change. You might be suffering from depression. One of the symptoms of depression is despair. The idea that it's all gone bad and nothing that I can do can ever make it better. These are people who have a medical problem for which there's a medical solution. Other people just might be lazy. Those work clothes, the door marked push, put them off. Perhaps people have a fear of commitment. If I clean up my life, I'm going to have to stay sober. I won't have an excuse for falling off the wagon. You see people who aren't really ready to give up some of those character defects. Maybe these people are involved in adulterous relationships. Perhaps they continue to steal or they're cheating at work. Or perhaps they just find that all those resentments are still kind of fun. It's nice to sit around and dream those dreams of revenge for all the wrongs you think you've suffered. All those ego-inflating fantasies that do nothing but poison our minds and poison our thoughts. Because you have to realize when you're wrapped in yourself, you really make a very small package. These are people who come to meetings, for example... <laughs> Thank you. These are people... <laughs> who come to meetings and one of their resentments is the program. They really resent being here. They have a scowl on their face. When asked to share, they give the same old talk they've given every time. They don't open up. They go home right after the meeting. Perhaps they eat alone. And they just don't get that there's this connection between their unhappy life and their attitude of not trying to change it. Perhaps they think, you know, I promised I'd stop drinking, but I didn't promise I'd stop lying. And they go home and they wonder, why is it that my other friends in AA are getting their lives better? Why are their attitudes changing? Why do good things happen to them and not to me? The reason is, is that they're shorting themselves on this fundamental step, the opening up of oneself to God, to yourself, and to others. In closing, I'd just like to say to you that it's never too late you can still do a good fourth and fifth step. Remember that sex is, success is just getting up one more time than you fall. And by doing a good fourth and fifth step, you can join the banquet of life. You don't have to sit eating your meal that consists of just old hurts, fears, and secrets, seasoned with the vinegar of resentment and the oil of despair. You can send that order back, and you can live a lot happier. Thank you.